you have to excuse me, my, some of my symptoms of my illness are raging right now. So if, if a burp comes out, please, that's part of my symptoms right now. But I'll try to make this homily short. But, you know, suffering is something that we can offer to the Lord. So, oh well, for all of you who are suffering, I'm suffering right now with you, but trying. So there's two kinds of fire that are out there. There's a fire that can burn and destroy, but there's also a fire that can, that can build up. And so our Lord, he talks about these two fires today. And then he talks about our tongue, how we use our tongue. The two fires are fires of passion within us, anger and lust. They're fires that can destroy. But there's another fire, the fire of the Holy Spirit, the fire of love. And that fire of love can build up. See that? So we can either destroy or we can build up with our tongue also. We can either destroy other people with our tongue or we can build up other people. We can encourage them. Now, first of all, anger. When Jesus says anger, anger is it's a passion that is within us. It's a passion that can get out of control where we, where we start being angry at someone, then we begin disliking the person, then we begin hating the person, then we begin either holding a grudge against that person, what we call passive aggressive, or we seek revenge, and then we become violent, we become abusive with our language, with our actions, and all those are sins that our Lord is trying to guard us against. So some people struggle against anger. I know that St. Francis de Sales, there's a story of St. Francis de Sales. He's called the gentle saint, but his predominant fault was anger. You wouldn't know it. And so there's a story where when he was a bishop, someone came in to complain about something. Sound familiar? Someone comes in to complain about something. And so this person was complaining, you know, about whatever was in the diocese. And then the, 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 this person walked out, and St. Francis de Sales did not say anything. And his secretary was there, and his secretary said, you know, Bishop Francis, why didn't you say anything against this person who's criticizing you? And Francis said, do you want me to lose what it took me 24, hour, 24 years to conquer? Do you want me to lose what it took me 24 years to conquer? He said, I'm seething inside, but I'm not uh, allowing it to go out. So it took St. Francis, he says, 24 years, he said, to conquer anger. So if you're not there yet, don't worry. If it hasn't been 24 years, wait. Keep going to confession. Anger is like this fire, and you have to keep putting the water of forgiveness on it. It, part of anger is justifying ourselves, is looking at the faults of others, but not seeing our own faults. So that's where we need the water of forgiveness. Sometimes I, I tell people, if you're angry, put your head in the snow. Go outside, put your head in the snow. And, you know, put some ice on that anger. Then we have the second sin 
here, which is the sin of lust, in which you desire another person, but for pleasure for yourself. It's the opposite of giving, of giving of yourself. We live in a culture that's full of lust, that's full of images. And the the fathers of the church used to say, cowards win the battle. When it comes to lust, you have to run away. There's a story of two monks, and they they were walking, they were going for a walk, and there was a woman that was at the river, and she was, she was dressed immodestly, let's just say that. And the two monks walked by, and the younger monk afterwards said to the older monk, he said, Father, aren't you scandalized by that woman who was, who was scantily clad by the river? Aren't you scandalized? Aren't you going to say something? And he said nothing, and he said, he said my son, I left her at the river. I left her at the river. See that? He did not take her with him. The older monk was showing some wisdom that is there. One thing about lust is don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. If you happen to fall again and again and again, mercy is always there for you. If you have to go to confession every single day, go. Go, you're not bothering us. You're keeping, you know, you keep us employed in a job. So go, go. Don't ever be afraid or ashamed because our Lord is with us. Think of St. Mary Magdalene. And she was one that our Lord appeared to at the resurrection. Mary had St. Mary Magdalene right by her side. Mary was all purity and St. Mary Magdalene was a great sinner. And yet Mary was not afraid to be with her and to console her and to lift her up in her sufferings and sins. Finally, we have the third maxim that Jesus gives us, which is do not swear at all, meaning watch your tongue. Watch what you say with your tongue. Do not swear, do not blaspheme, do not curse. Some people's every word is a four-letter word out of their mouth, is a curse word out of their mouth. If you curse in life and you curse others, then that's what you shall receive. If you bless others, if, if out of your mouth comes blessing toward God and blessing toward others, then blessings shall come upon you in your life. Sometimes cursing is just a bad habit that people have. That's a bad habit that sometimes is just, just difficult to break. One way of breaking the habit is using euphemistic words. So replacing, you know, just neutral words with curse words. That can really help you in cursing. Another, another way of doing it, there was a prayer that Jesus revealed to a Carmelite nun in the 19th century. Her name was Saint Mary of St. Peter. And he revealed this prayer called the Golden Arrow Prayer. I always tell people about it, especially in the confession. I always tell people about the Golden Arrow Prayer. Pray this prayer. It's a great prayer. Jesus said that blasphemies, curse words, are like poison arrows that people shoot in his heart. This is what he said to the nun. 
but he said, make some kind of reparation. And so he taught her this prayer called the golden arrow prayer. And he said, every time you pray this prayer, you shoot a golden arrow into my heart and you delight my heart and you make reparation for blasphemies and curse words. And this is the prayer. May the most holy, most incomprehensible and ineffable name of God be forever praised, blessed, loved, adored, and glorified in heaven, on earth, and under the earth by all the creatures of God, and by the sacred heart of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the most holy sacrament of the altar. That's the prayer. So if you pray that prayer, so if you find that you're having difficulty with your language, pray that prayer. Pray that prayer. If you can't remember that prayer, just say, blessed be the name of Jesus, or blessed be the name of God. Or if you use the Blessed Mother's name in vain, blessed be the name of Mary. If you use St. Joseph's name in vain, blessed be the name of St. Joseph. That's what we pray in the divine praises after the benediction. We're praying prayers of blessing. And those counteract the prayers, the, the, prayers, the, the curse words that people are saying. So if you find yourself cursing, that's a prayer that you can pray that will help you. If you find other people around you, say in work, are cursing all the time. Pray that prayer under your lips. Make reparation for them. You can do little acts of reparation with your tongue. And so Jesus shows us today how to handle our passions, how to control our tongue. That, and when it comes to the spiritual life, we're dealing with vice and virtue. And just like a football game, I'm going to bring up football since it's Super Bowl Sunday. And my team is in the finals today. I won't tell you who my team is, lest uh, you send me angry faces or smiley faces on the live stream. But in a football game, a good team needs defense and also needs offense. A team that just has offense is going to get scored upon because they, they don't have any defense. A team that just has defense is not going to score because they have no offense. The team that's going to win is the team that has both good defense and good offense. And that will be the team that will win tonight, is the team that has good defense and good offense and perseveres to the end, even to the last minute. Sometimes football games or one at the last minute where both teams are playing very well. Sometimes it's just one at that last minute, that perseverance. And that's the way the spiritual life is. We need defense, we need things that are going to block us. We need to sometimes run away, not touch. You know, control, have self-control. We need defense. We need to watch the occasions of sin. But also, we need offense in the spiritual life. We need to bless, we need to praise others. We need uh, for lust intimacy in our life, good intimacy. That's a way of expressing our passions in the right way. We need forgiveness to overcome anger. That's a positive way, that's offense, that's going on offense. And so we need the virtues, the virtues are our offense to conquer the vices but we also need defense to also conquer these vices. So put that in your mind. 
And remember, every team has their own strategy. So there's not one team that has the same strategy. And that's why in, this, in the spiritual life, you may have to have a different strategy than someone else. Because what may be a temptation for one person may not be a temptation for another. And what may not be a temptation for another may be a temptation for that person. And so your strategy has to be different. And if you lose a game, like a good team that loses a game, what do you do? You regroup. And you say, hmm, what went wrong? You know, what went wrong? You know, what pass went wrong? Where do we fumble? Where do we stumble? And let's not beat ourselves up, but let's learn from it and grow. And that's what we can always do in the spiritual life. Even if you fall, get back up and say, hmm, let this be a learning experience. Where can we learn and grow? Where can I have, where can I, you know, shore up my defense better? And where can I have better offense. It's a good positive way of looking at the spiritual life instead of just beating yourself up and being discouraged and throwing in the towel. That the Lord will get you there with his grace, but we need his grace to help us. And with perseverance, he'll get us toward the end. He'll get us toward that finish line. So don't give up. Don't give up in these vices and these virtues, that our Lord's mercy is always with us to lift us up and help us to get to heaven. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.com dot org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.